This is Mommy as Fuck Podcast, your weekly unfiltered girl chat about all things parent and adulthood. Welcome back to another episode of Mommy as Fuck Podcast. I'm your host and favorite MILF, Jacoria. Welcome back, mommies. Thank you for joining me, whether you're listening in the car, at work, while you folding laundry, doing those dishes, wherever you're at, sis, I appreciate you. So this week, guys, I'm joined with another guest, a special lady who is near and dear to my heart, my boo, a hell of a mom to two beautiful little girls, Jen, a.k.a. Jennifer Lewis. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. So happy to come talk to y'all moms. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you. You know, we definitely going to get into a good discussion if me and Jen is on the mic. Um, if you guys haven't seen our, our lives, our Sunday lives, I'll shamelessly plug that in later. But, um, yeah, you know, it's going to be a good episode. Right. I'm ready. <laughs> We've been talking about that. Well, you've been talking about this podcast for a while now. So it's been a, a long time coming. Great buildup. I'm so excited. Like, I can't even believe I'm here. I think I'm more excited than you are. <laughs> I yes. think because I don't got kind of like a little, you know, some of the anxiety off. So now I'm just like, okay, girl, come come record. But um, yeah. So how's your week been? My week this week is better than last week. You know, we have those weeks sometimes where it's just like, all right, throw the whole week away, girl, trash. Can. Yes, reset on the <laughs> weekend and try to approach the next week mm -hmm. with a better face forward mm -hmm. and everything. Had to. Get my life together. Change your mindset yes. a little bit. Yep. Wash my hair. Make sure I <laughs> approach this week with my best self forward. I love that. So this week is a good week. Okay. That's good. I, too, had a trash ass week last week. Um, So definitely trying to step into this one where it was, this is, we record on Thursdays. So you guys will hear this on Tuesday. So by this time, I have hopefully reevaluated my week and it's, it's going <laughs> semi good so far so so yeah um so yeah we're just gonna jump into this episode as you guys know maybe you don't maybe this is your first time listening if it is I appreciate you once again um but what I like to do is a segment called women in business segment uh this segment is created as a platform to basically uplift uh empower and inspire women um and also men you know I'm not leaving out the daddies so what I like to do is spotlight one business each week um, in the community that I feel like, you know, can add value to our community. And what better what, what better business to advertise? And y'all going to call me a little biased, but other than my own. So, yeah, this week I'm spotlighting Jack and Jen's Urban Bookstore um, LLC. We are an online independent bookstore, guys, whose goal is to support not only uh, mainstream authors, but also self-published minorities. Um, our goal is to use our platform as a vessel to uplift and spread awareness to the importance of literacy, especially in the African-American community and also those that are underserved. Uh, there's this terrible saying that goes, um, if you want to, uh, hide something from a Negro, put it in a book, okay? And I hate to say it, but um, it has relevance um, to, you know, to it has some truth, some validity, um, and unfortunately. And that's what uh, part of our platform, Jen, uh, Jen, you can attest to this, yes. um, of why we created this platform. 
reading, writing is very near and dear to our hearts, always have been. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who don't know, Jen and I have been like longtime childhood friends since like age I don't need n- newborn basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's kind of what brought us together was our love of kind of like the nerdy geeky things such as reading and writing. I feel but like it changed our lives too. It, it made us have gain a greater understanding for certain things where mm-hmm. our communities are plagued by this almost like, you know, this lack of awareness mm-hmm. about their surroundings because so much isn't taught to them. Mm-hmm. But in 2021 everything is so accessible but people aren't looking for it right or don't know to to look for it yeah yeah they don't even know how to like i think about um the older generations and they just don't even have the they just have this lack of of knowledge or how to Mm -hmm. almost um where i'm proud you know as as a millennial quote unquote um we have this this drive or this passion that if we want to know something, we're going to go research it, find it. There's mm-hmm. some type of source out there um, to acquire the information that we we seek. So, um, you know, I think it's also important. We stress this and I know both of us as parents with our, our children, the importance of reading and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the fundamentals of everything that you'll ever do in life. If you know how to read, you know, you know, and write literally it is, opens up doors mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're mm-hmm. limitless so um just to circle back guys you can follow us on instagram at jack and jens and um if you would like to support check out the books we have in stock we also have a uh, cute merchandise i wish you guys could see the visuals but we'll post some pictures um and if you go over to the website at jack and jens uh, dot com. You can see some of the merchandise that we have, um, the cute little crop tops, dad hats. Um, yeah, guys, we thank you for su- your support if you've ever supported us. And we ask for your continual support as we are a small business, black business, um, and are looking to, you know, expand and continue to grow. So, yeah, that's going to be our women in business segment this week. If you have um, a, a woman in business segment or I'm sorry, a woman of business that you would like to highlight, please feel free to DM me or email me uh, at mommy as fuck podcast at Gmail. And you can also slide in them DMs over at Mommy as Fuck Podcast um, and send me, you know, just a little quick bio about the business that you want to highlight if it's your business. Um, and I'll check it out and hopefully I'll feature you in this segment. So, yeah, we're going to jump into this week's topic, which is uh, it's about being a superwoman. Um, mm-hmm. This month, if you guys don't know, it's Women's History Month. Um, We're just coming off of the end of Black History Month. And um, just like that, I feel like Women's History Month, we need more than a freaking month. Would you agree? Yes. (laughs) We need, need, for Black History and Women's History, we just actively have to celebrate it and be mindful of it Mm year-round. It's cool that everyone's sharing all the memes and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And I love to see it. I'll be resharing it and all that, too. Yeah. But just year-round put ourselves first because we already as a as a a culture have mm-hmm. been through enough and yeah i'm i'm excited to be here today i even walked past and, oh how was your day it's it's women's history month i'm having a great day <laughs> thank you so, hello <laughs> yes okay so i am i am alive i am well i am i'm i'm doing well so it's yeah. inspirational it is it like you said it, it goes more in in depth than just 
reposting something, right? But it is nice to see it um, on our on and throughout our timelines, um, on IG, you know, on Facebook, everything. Um, people paying homage to, um, you know, the women that have paved the way and made a difference. We were having kind of a conversation. I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, and we were joking but it it really isn't a joke, but it's like our ancestors had to be beast because <laughs> Lord. like everything that we endure and tack on as women right now, I couldn't even imagine. Um, I think I'm strong, you know, if I yeah. had to, t- you know, pat myself on the back, but our, ans- our, our ancestors, like they put us to shame. They, literally <laughs> our complaints are nothing i feel to them. like they're like shaking their heads at us yes. also also proud of us in some ways of how we have pushed some things forward but just our capacity um to take on a lot a lot more like like you said we we put them to shame yeah so we have so much more access but we i feel as if we don't do nearly as much as what they were able to do Mm -hmm. like even when i think about my grandmother who had seven children ran businesses got an honorary doctorate and did all these different things i'm like with seven kids yeah i'm struggling with just two (laughs) look and we're gonna we're gonna circle back to that because i want to talk to you more about about that so first i want to read um actually two uh memes that I, i seen on instagram and the first says, I don't know about other black women, but I'm tired of being strong all the time. Oh, God. And that hit, okay? Like, that resided with me. Um, it's And I read this last week when I was having a really shitty week. Um, and I'll get more into that. That, uh, But it it just was like, oh, my goodness. Like, if, if all my feelings was in a meme, that was it. Yeah. Then there's this other one that says black women's bones are not made of steel. Our skin bruises and our tear ducts work. Black women cry when we are feeling pain. Black women feel anxious when we are scared. Black women battle mental health. Black women have body images. Black women feel black women are human. And that was also powerful um, to me because I feel like it ties into this topic that I want to talk about, which is um, not just black women, but women in general um, having this, uh, I don't know how I want to word it, but this complex, I guess you can say, of of needing to be um, or feeling like we have to be superwoman for everybody, for ourselves, for our families, for our spouses, for our jobs. Um, Anything that we really connect ourselves to it's also our safe place. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the moments I found where, you know, I'm not superwoman and there has been plenty of times in my life where I have you know, said, you know what, I'm falling back. I'm going to let other people, you know, take it on. Then I don't have the outcome that I want mm-hmm. or that I would desire. And then I'm still picking up broken pieces and still returning to be that superwoman all over again, where if I would have just held it down in the first place. Yes. And so we... And it's also, you know, unlike white women who they have a sense of security in their selves and their, you know, in who they are, their mm-hmm. being, their history. Black women, were constantly fighting mm-hmm. what we know is our rock bottom, which mm-hmm. is poverty, which mm-hmm. is not having, which is depending on a system that is, is 
built for our demise. I love that yeah. you, you, cause that's something I didn't even write down actually to touch on is kind of like that comparison factor oh, of, yeah. um, white women and like their privilege. And this is not to write this platform is not to, um, be a, a comparison to oh, like yeah, discourage no. or knock other women, yeah. but there is a difference in, in, this platform is created to have real conversations. And so, you know, if you're uncomfortable with this, then that may not be, this may not be the platform for you to hear these real conversations. But yeah, I love that you touched on that mm -hmm. point of like uh, white women's yeah, and plight that's, versus and that's our no, yeah. plight. And that's, that's even saying that that's no disrespect as if like, Oh, this is what you got. Yeah. We no. would love to have that as well. Oh yeah. So we when we talk it. about, you know, all of that stuff, I'm mm -hmm. like, please let's, let's, you know, keep the conversation going mm -hmm. so that we can show like, Hey, we don't have that same feeling yet. Mm -hmm. Systematically. We don't have that feeling. Right. We're not allowed to feel that way yet because if we miss a certain amount of days of work and suddenly now we're showing up and we're fired or we're, we're hard hire. Mm -hmm. So now we're going through the loopholes of how, how do we, you know, show up our best self first, Forward. not have the braids, not have this, mm -hmm. not have that to try to, to even, even pick up the pieces. Yes. To get back on track. Yeah. Um, so that definitely is, is tying into like the point that we have as women just internalized this. Like, yes, society has definitely, um, apply these pressures to us but we absolutely have internalized this to the point where we feel uncomfortable like you said mm -hmm. you feel uncomfortable if you kind of um fall back and let somebody else oh yeah take the reins almost and just touching on like society identifying us as having these mega strengths and these superpowers um we have literally internalized this um and so what I did was I kind of made it a list for us to kind of go through between the pros and the cons um, that we're up against when we discuss like the topic of being a superwoman. Um, and first I'll get into some of the, the pressures we talked, talked about like the societal pressures. So from our jobs, from school, from um, like just the stigma in, in the community across the board that black women are so independent. Um, you know, people like to say black women, I, you know, like we, we, we don't want a man. If we're single, we don't want a man because we want to be so independent and we want to be um, kind of like we talked about. We don't, we're, we're uncomfortable with letting somebody else take the reins. And that's not true. Right. That's it's, definitely not it's true. It's not true at all. Um, We've just been through a lot of things. We've just been through so yeah. much shit. And, and, and yes, you know, our black men have also been through so much. Mm -hmm. um, but even back when we talk about like our ancestral days, right? Like the women were left at home to tend to the kids, to tend to making sure dinner um, was on the table and that, you know, there were clean clothes. However, they had to do it by hand, um, you know, the, those things were taken care of while the men went out essentially and you know they took care of the outside business um but we 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 tacked on and then we when they came home we had to bear the weight of being like their support system and never when you think about it in that day when you think about like the all the things that they probably had to do right to tend to those kids and they weren't having like one or two kids right like yeah. they was quite you know having quite a few they had to wash they had to cook dinner they had to you know tend to everything that had to be done and then um never a moment to really 
unwind for themselves and to kind of tap into like, damn, I'm tired. Right. And sometimes like when we think back, we like to think that, you know, black men were there and they were able to, men in general were there and able to do a lot, but systematically black men have been extremely oppressed too. Mm -hmm. So it's like, same time, they were going through mass incarceration mm-hmm. of black men. We were hit with the the drug epidemic, which mm-hmm. took a lot of took a black lot of men, men out, whether out of the on both sides of mm-hmm. you know users, dealers, all that stuff. So a lot of women were left to be the nurturers, providers, and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, how can we find this trust? And it's not really a trust in the in man, but it's like there's so many forces working against us. We don't know when. It's gonna suddenly hit us. Yeah, like, so we're always he's like go, literally on guard. Yes, <laughs> like we're always like, okay, how on do our we? Toes. Yeah, how do we pick up the pieces because we're waiting for things for like, to fall apart? Yeah, for the ball to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's once one one pressure that I, I I identified. Another one is within our own household, and that kind of is what we just talked about is our household pressures. So from our kids, the pressures that we get from our kids, which, um, you know, rather that's making sure they get to school, back and forth to school on time, picking them up, dropping them off, um, making sure that they get to their extracurricular activities, that they are not bored at home, that, you know, they have our undivided attention um, at all times because <laughs> they always need it, um, making sure, you know, dinner is on the table and that they're fed and clean and just all of the things that um, – you know, our children need, our spouses and significant others, the things that they need and the pressures that they, you know, put on to us sometimes unknowingly, but even, even sometimes knowingly, you know, I think, like we said, there's this stigma that like we can do it all and that we can just take on so much and we're so independent and we don't a lot of the time complain or express I won't even say complain, but communicate that we, we, we need a break and we need you know, like, oh, no, I cannot do this. Um, and then there's one more comparison that um, or one one more pressure that I want to identify, which is like a comparison pressure that is more of us comparing ourselves against, like you mentioned, your grandmother, our aunties, our moms, um, our ancestors, comparing ourselves to them and then them also kind of comparing themselves to to us um, and I'll give an example. So I, you know, I, when I think of like cooking and stuff like that in my family, all the women know how to cook. And that's just, that's just a fact. It just is what it is. Um, so that was very important to me that I knew how to cook. I like, even before I had a kid, I just knew like that's something I needed to do because my auntie and grandma and them, they all knew how to cook. And so, um, another example I'll give, where it's like our family members have a tendency, our aunties, our grandmas, our moms sometimes have a tendency to compare themselves to us is when I gave birth to my daughter. And, um, you know, as much as I had my family support and helping me and taking care of her, like in in that beginning stage, but we're talking about like the early days and I, you know, I was a single mom. So I, it was, it was, it was all on me. Um, And so my daughter was, you know, she had her moments when she would cry, 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 cry. And I'm like, call my aunt um, and just, you know, venting. I'm venting, looking for some support. And she's like, well, girl, I had two kids and I did da-da-da-da-da. And I still managed to cook dinner and put dinner on the table. I'm like, "Mm, that's really not what I want to hear right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and she's she's doing it not to put me down. She's actually doing that comparison to uplift me to to kind of assure me that I can do it mm -hmm. because it's been done before. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, right, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And so we don't even realize that sometimes we are putting these extra pressures on ourselves to be these superwomen. And, and also our family members sometimes have a tendency to even do that and our loved ones. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the list of pros. We'll start with the pros because they're a little bit shorter um, as far as the superwoman um, complex go. So pros I put and definitely like these are, you know, some my list, but you can definitely like chime in if anything uh, jumps out to you that you can think of, Jim. Um, independent and confidence. Um, me having this complex about being like a superwoman, for whatever reason, as crazy as it is, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident to know that I can take on so much, right? As stressed as I be sometimes. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. So I... All right, so like some women, they want like, oh, I want to be independent. I want to be, I'm the opposite where I'm like, I do all this stuff, mm -hmm. but deep down, I want extra rights. <laughs> I want extra, like extra like You've lineage. said that. Um, I want extra support. Yeah. I want extra people to like take care of me. Mm -hmm. And that, but that comes from me being that person mm -hmm. that was like superwoman and super independent mm -hmm. and realizing how sad and depressed I started mm -hmm. to get and how I felt like I was falling apart inside and no one around me knew mm -hmm. where I said, you know, no, I actually who's going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. And I started trying to change the, the narrative in my mind. Like, I'm not a superwoman. I'm a baby. <laughs> I deserve to be taken care of as well. And I deserve I, I for love me that. to take care of me. Mm -hmm. Just like my kids. Sometimes I joke. I'm like, they're my kids, but they're my sisters. We all get taken care of around here. Around here. Me. Nobody's getting left Everyone, out. Everyone. We all get our hair done. Yes. We all get everything that we need. Yes. Whether it's by me or, well, most likely because it's, I live in my household with just my kids. But right. even when I was in relationships with mm -hmm. their fathers, you know, it was like mm -hmm. all of us have to be taken care of. Yeah. Not just like, hey, I'm holding everything up independent. Because when I was trying to do everything, mm -hmm. I was literally falling apart. Exhausted, tired, angry, bitter, probably, you know, just mm -hmm. resentment and, brewing. Re oh, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And I would agree with you. Definitely. I'm so in the early stages of having my daughter when she was younger, I definitely was like neglecting myself and oh mm -hmm. you, as long as you look good then we yeah. look good no we no, no, no. like that's something that was taught to black women it is and like that's hey not a thing. your kids have to you know be these like trophies while you look all beat up beat and up tired and, tired and falling and apart absolutely not yeah. when i say mm -hmm. we stepping out together as a unit as yes. a team we wearing um matching outfits if i want us to if she and we look homeless together it. sometimes we if we, as a we unit. go together okay okay mm -hmm. we are in this together mm -hmm. if it's hair week Guess what, baby? It's hair week. Yes. And we both going to be around the house until it's time and it's mm -hmm. time to bust down the hairstyles and get us back together, back looking, mm -hmm. you know, like good human beings. But with that being said, like there is still a level of almost accomplishment that I, I feel like, for example, if I'm having a good week where you know, I, I'm a woman of list. I love to write a good list and cross them off. It mm -hmm. makes me feel good and feel accomplished. I'm, I'm, I also put stuff in my phone, but I'm old school in that way where I just love pen and paper. Me too. 
Right, you know, it's yeah, just a little something stationary. therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a good gel pen. Mm-hmm. Um, going. Don't get me started. Okay, <laughs> you Don't love me... a good pen. Exactly. Do not get me started. <laughs> yes. So, um, a good ballpoint. I'm sorry. I'm just... two point Okay. <laughs> okay. Black or blue ink? Black. But I won't lie. I was finessing with a blue pen about two months ago, oh. and it was amazing. I don't remember what that pen was, but I hope I come <laughs> across it. You lost it. I'm like, it's, yeah, I, that that's that was the only blue pen I ever liked. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a black black print, yeah. uh, paint girl or uh, ink girl too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that that's one of the things. Um, so yeah, it makes me feel strong, and somehow I find, and I think that's what pushes us through too. Sometimes is like finding strength that you didn't even know you had, but because of like that confidence because i'm like okay if i get all of these things done then like i deserve a day of rest or i should you know i get a pat on the back or like i'm i'm doing a thing i'm busting it down in the house i'm making sure i'm getting all the household stuff done and i'm you know doing whatever else outside of that that i need to do to take care of myself and my my daughter i'm getting her to dance practice on Mm -hmm. time like just the basic things but even though it's a lot of a stress and pressure, for some reason I still feel strong. It makes me feel like a strong, stronger woman to do it, which is weird. Um, worthy, like all of these 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 superwoman complex. For some reason, it makes me feel like okay. Like I said, if I if I bust down all of my to do list and I'm having a real good a work you know week at work and it's it's like I feel worthy enough to take a day off or I, I feel worthy enough to sit down and watch a couple hours of TV because I've done all the things that needed to be done in the house, needed to be done for my daughter, needed to be done for whoever else, you know. Um, and that shouldn't be tied to that. Like, we yeah. still deserve a day of rest, regardless whether we accomplish everything on our to-do list or not. Yeah. Um, so, but I, again, I have it on the pros side. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm trying to sprinkle it in so I don't. Cause I, I am a person I need to feed me regularly. Like mm-hmm. I feed all. Like when I think about it, I'm like, I show up to my job and I give them 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I tend to my kids. I get them, make sure they are fed three times a day well plus snacks well of. taken care of their hair is done mm-hmm. clothes washed clothes ironed mannerable kids okay exactly. guys they know how to are. read right they're <laughs> read to they they are stimulated i do all of those things within a 24-hour time span oh. so i'm like what is mine within that 24 hours whether that's me reading watching a show even working out because i've found that i've found ways to find enjoyment in that okay but i need me more than just like a little sprinkle at the end you can't feed others if you're not like feeding into yourself watering yourself like we're like like a plant guys yes we Um, dry out here (laughs) dry dirt soil all caked up looking nasty so um another thing i have i have just like two more things on on the pro side so um these suit this superwoman complex makes me feel like I'm a good role model for my daughter, which <laughs> yes, I feel like I'm setting. Um, but is is it? So this could go both ways because this could be on the pros and the cons side. But to me, um, for her for modeling this superwoman complex, um, that you can essentially right like do it all and have it all. 
um, cause society tells us that we can't, right. You either gotta be like a, 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 a wife, a, a homemaker or whatever, or mm-hmm. you can be like a working woman. You can't have it all. You can't have family, business, entrepreneurship, whatever, you know, that's what they say. But in actuality, that's not true. Um, but showing her and modeling for her that I can go finish my degree. I can go to work full time. I can take care of her sufficiently, um, I can't take care of myself. Um, and shoot, we got a dog. I take care of the dog. You know, like mm-hmm. all of these things, you know, I, we have, you know, good good time with our family and our friends and stuff like that. Like we have a good a good life and showing her that I can't tack it all on for some reason in my mind. I'm setting this this great example. And the reason why I think that is because that's been exemplified to me from like my grandmother from my aunt mm-hmm. seeing them take it all on seeing them handle it all not really complain somehow manage to to do it all have more kids than I have um for me in my mind I never thought like oh she must be tired I never mm-hmm. thought that as a kid looking at my mom or looking at my gr- I never thought that because they didn't wear that um and that's kind of the last thing that I have on the pros list is um I think why it's so easy for society, for our households, for even for ourselves to kind of get pushed into that ideal that we can take it all on and have all of this mega strength is because we do it looking good. Like we make Mm -hmm. sure our hair is done. If we're going to show up at a job 40 hours working potentially for a job, we may not may or may not like, um, you know, show up for our family, show up for our friends. You better believe if I'm exhausted, I'm still going to look good. OK, I'm still going to make sure my eyebrows is done. But well, yeah, I think that that's what certain people do, though. Yes, that's what I'm like. I done seen some things, okay? I done seen it. But overall, as a black woman community, I think we we wear it well. Yes. I think we wear one. And speaking from how you're like, you know, being a good example, you're right. Because when when I think about me growing up Mm -hmm. and seeing my mother and my grandmother, it wasn't, I didn't realize what I was watching, but they were molding me Mm -hmm. to be who I am today. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm, in a week, I'm I'm working, doing the bookstore, getting my kids together, bouncing left to right, still being attentive to my family members, my mm-hmm. men, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I remember. I'm like, oh, snap. I've That's seen this before. You've, see, you've literally seen and, it modeled. Yes. And, right, they weren't like, baby, get in this kitchen so you can, you know, yeah. they weren't saying that to us. They weren't saying, like, come and wash these clothes so that you'll wash all of your kids' clothes one day. That's not what, yeah. right? That's not realistic. That's not how it's exemplified for us. Yeah, that's we just most lessons see for it. kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. We see it. Most lessons for kids are not what you verbally tell them. It's what you show them. I totally agree. Yeah, so yeah. anyone can lecture their kids down to the ground, and that's not going to be what they do. What they're going to do is what they saw you do, mm-hmm. or they're going to try to emulate that. Whether they choose the best part to you or the worst parts, I really feel like they're going to they're going to be like, yep, this is what I've seen. This is what I'm going to do. And, and that, so mm-hmm. that, um, how you, how you talked about like them taking the best or the worst parts. Um, and I think that's what we have done. I know for me, like there are good and bad things that I took from watching, you know, my mom, mm-hmm. um, watching her, you know, essentially like we, you know, lived in, we, we weren't, in poverty, right? But we wasn't above poverty, okay? We was right, like, at that line. Um, and definitely I was well taken care of. But what I seen um, in certain aspects of, like, okay, 
yes, I seen her work very hard, but I knew like I didn't want to work as hard that as she was working, you know, like, okay, I'm going to find a job where I don't have to necessarily, um, you know, do hours of overtime and, you know, be at work around the clock to put food on the table. So I took essentially like things from it um, and tweaked it in my own life. But yet and still that implement that implication of like, I still got to work hard no matter what, whatever that looks like to us is, you know, where the difference is. So let's get into the cons list, the cons of um, these, this complex, this superwoman complex. So, of course, the obvious is, right, the pressure <laughs> that it puts on us. That's obvious. Um, you know, it's just not healthy. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about uh, is another pressure that it, it um, affects us or another way that it affects us is during pregnancy, um, complications during pregnancy. We have one of the highest rates of mortality, mortality um for after giving birth childbirth mm-hmm. after having um you know given birth um and so i i looked up some statistics about this because i found that this was you know fascinating so this is from the cdc.gov guys and it says black women are 3 to 4 times more likely to die from pregnancy related complications most of which are identified as preventable deaths by the cdc which mm-hmm is insane did you Um, have complications in yours i did not have complications in 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 with my daughter i am so fearful though about when i do have more kids because now i am older and um there there are things that i look back on now and i'm like i probably should have said something to the doctor and that was just i think me being young and not knowing Mm -hmm. um but now being older and just have an uh, an awareness of how scary childbirth is. Actually, it really actually is. Oh yeah, I definitely had complications. You did. Mm-hmm. I was high risk both pregnancies. Wow. Um, my first pregnancy, I was high risk. I um had a work injury because I was a housekeeper when okay. I was twenty one. So mm-hmm. I was put on bed rest, and I gained seventy pounds with that pregnancy. Wow. And was in labor for eighteen hours. Epidural did not work. I hyperventilated. And they end up putting me on additional drugs through labor. Mm-hmm. But I remember even in labor being like, I cannot breathe. And no one and people not taking me serious that was until my, next my oxygen started like plummeting. Okay. And then that's when they were like, okay, let's actually start taking her serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first one wasn't as bad as my second one. Okay. My second one, I had a low lying placenta, okay. which also made me have certain restrictions. And I gained 60 pounds with that pregnancy. And then um, during labor, everything seemed smooth on the outside, Mm -hmm. but the doctor left part of the placenta in me. mm -hmm. So as I'm trying to breastfeed my child afterwards, I'm getting these crazy... I'm hearing that story more and more from people about the placenta part of it being left in. And no, I'll tell you, three days in the hospital afterwards, like I'm all three days attempting to breastfeed my daughter Mm -hmm. and I'm letting them know every time I breastfeed her, I'm having crazy contractions and they're coming in my room and they're saying like, that's normal. This is your second child. What do you expect? It's going to be harder the second time. And I'm like, no, this is unbearable. Mm -hmm. And then when I went home, 
um, a day later, I used the bathroom and then I suddenly had yeah. tissue hanging out of me and I had to <sighs> go back to the hospital. That's also why my daughter was rejecting my milk. So okay. I couldn't successfully breastfeed the sense. second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had to be, I had to fast for 24 hours in the hospital, no water, no nothing so that they can take me in an emergency surgery Damn. and do a DNC. Mm-hmm. And that was so traumatic for me because here I am leaving Absolutely. my brand new baby at Three home days, right. Are you where kidding me? I was in the hospital for three days. No one thought to even check. And I'm telling them something is wrong. And mm-hmm. they're literally telling me like, just brushing um, it off. This is your second child. What do you expect? Yeah. And I'm like, I definitely didn't expect this. This, this right. is worse than my labor. So that was definitely one of the questions because in, in doing this research, finding these statistics, that was, um, part of the reason um why a lot of these right deaths like they identify a lot of these are preventable Mm -hmm. um cases that this this didn't have to happen but what happens in a a lot of cases is that black women specifically are 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 our complaints, our, you know, concerns are disregarded mm-hmm. throughout pregnancy. And that sometimes leads to preeclampsia, um, just all of these different um, situations that can result in us hemorrhaging, you know, different, mm-hmm. all different factors. Um, there was a case like Serena Williams, of the, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Beyonce, both of those women um, came out with stories about their own experiences on how they literally almost, essentially died during childbirth because their concerns went literally just un 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 it's yeah unattended to they oh you're you know you they they expect us to have there's like this 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 stigma that we have like a high pain tolerance yeah, and so we can black bear woman so narrative much. In, in so that, yeah. That too. yeah so a lot of the times we don't receive pain medication and the medications that we need to help you know and then what happened you know we end up having a stroke or a heart attack during childbirth all of these different things that essentially could have been avoided which is just crazy um, so that is definitely a, a very significant, um, and I, I want to do a follow-up episode, um, you know, down the line. So if there are any listeners out there that have a story similar to this, um, or know anybody, I would love, um, for you to, you know, reach out to me and, um, I want to do an episode cause I think this is a, a very important topic, um, for our community that, we don't necessarily know. Um, and so to get the word out more about advocating for yourself in healthcare, just all across the board, rather, you know, just re- regularly going to your primary care doctor, physician, um, going to the dentist, just being able to feel confident enough to advocate for yourself and not letting them kind of, sh- you know, shush you off or, you know, brush you to the side. Um, so back to the cons list. Um, obviously, right, like another con with this complex, superwoman complex is our mental health obviously has a decline. Um, when we're bearing these 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 pressures because we're attacking all of this on and what I, what I in my opinion, a lot of the time we have fear of judgment to speak on um, our these pressures and us wanting to essentially like say no to some things or, you know, communicate with our partners or our loved ones or our jobs or whatever it is and tell them like, you know what, I feel like I can't take this on. Like this might be a little bit too much. Um, 
so and just having that those those conversations even within like our friend groups and stuff like that sometimes we feel like we may be judged if we say like you know girl I had a stressful day and you know like I talked about earlier with the story with kind of like with my aunt, right? She didn't mean any harm when she said, well, girl, I did da 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 And I took on, and I had three kids, and I had a husband, and I, you know, I did all of these things. You're scared that that's going to be kind of the rebuttal that you get back, oh, yeah. so you just avoid it altogether. Is. Because they're, they see you as being weak when you express Yeah, those like things. the weak, oh, you yeah. a weak black woman. Yeah, even <laughs> in, I would say, even in, in you know, a workspace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do so much as a person, as a mother, as an employee, all these different things. And like last week, um, which, of course, you guys don't know because it's my first time being on here. But my whole family had to recover from COVID mm-hmm. and I had to go back to work and no, none of my work was touched. Mm-hmm. No one decided to step in and help because oh. I'm viewed as the strong black mm-hmm. woman. Any or other time. Superhero. You, right. You know, superwoman. And so when I got to a point where. Later on in the week, I'm breaking down. I can feel it in my spirit. I'm breaking down because I can't do all this. Mm-hmm. And I, vo- I, I said, you know what? No, I'm going to stand up for myself, okay. which was hard because like I'm shaking my coffee right, mug in my hand. Like, oh, my God, I have to really stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. But I had to and say, hey, I, I'm not going to be able to fill this role to its maximum capacity because I'm not receiving the proper support. Mm-hmm, and saying, you know, no disrespect, but at the end of the day, I just came back from a very traumatic experience mm-hmm. and no one thought to have my back. And it was like, well, we didn't realize that you had got there. And I'm like, is it because I wasn't being angry? Is right. Because I wasn't being a bitch. <laughs> right. Is it because I wasn't, you know, because that's throwing when they, around. right. They can identify it. Yeah. But right, it doesn't take have that much stigmas. for other people, mm-hmm. but for black women, you literally have to like wow out mm-hmm. for someone to be like, Oh my God, it's yeah. Or have a full fledged, like, Breakdown for someone to be like, oh my God, we didn't know you were there. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hey, did you not realize when I'm like, email, hey, I need your help with this. I need your support Mm -hmm. being fulfilling that capacity as a a corporate employer. Like, hey, you need the support, but this is the proper way to do it, but Mm -hmm. not garnering it because I'm just looked at as this strong person who who can do everything. You you guys don't see me walk around with my head down or Mm -hmm. I don't come to work looking ugly, beat up, tired. Y'all assume that I really just got, I can just hold it all down. Everything right. It's all well, fine and dandy and not knowing. And and I think we, to, to be fair, I do think that we have to do a better job as women communicating our needs earlier than right because you said right you went through and this is not obviously to Mm -hmm. like uh shame you or anything like that but right you went through the whole week and then when it you you realized like you were at your your capacity essentially and you were like no 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 enough is enough like I gotta say something well I think also we have to teach people how to accept our communication because I would do little things like when I'm sending so, the emails early in the week, cause I'm a mm-hmm. proactive person. I don't okay. like dealing with issues. Yeah. So if I send an email and I send several emails, Hey mm-hmm. guys, need your support going through some things right now. Mm-hmm. Got a lot on my plate. It went on garnered. It, because I'm viewed as like, she's going to figure it, it out. <laughs> she got it. Okay. I can't get to this mm-hmm. right now. I'm going to do these other things for these other people that mm-hmm. I know. Oh, need yeah. Need help. that support. Uh huh. Jen's fine for us to brush off. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. then it gets to a point where now I'm like, Guys, yeah. what the heck? Not really. I, no, girl, not a, never. Not literally, life. never not. showing up at my job talking like that. <laughs> but in my, like in my mind and in, in my body, I'm like, guys, yeah, yeah. like yeah, I'm going off literally now. Was having an and now it's experience. like, oh my god, we we can finally hear you. But it's like, 
what's wrong with it with how I communicate my needs up front Mm -hmm. and why it's not being received as a society. Mm, Speak about it. Yeah. So it's like, but it's it's again. People are also viewing us as these super women, mm-hmm. these super it's strong women. That's why I'm like, literally. guys, view me as a baby. Don't expect <laughs> nothing extra from me. I love that. I'm doing what I can, <laughs> but stop viewing me as strong because I don't yeah. want to be that anymore. I, I don't subscribe to it. I hear that. Not doing it. That's I checked out last week. I did that. I checked out of the strong black woman, and I, you know, I just disconnected. I needed a second. Um, doesn't happen often, but. Yeah, I burnout. I love that. I felt exhausted and I still honestly, I still feel like I'm coming off of that. um, The remnants of of that exhaustion. We talked about that this past weekend where I was like, girl, we did not, you know, with certain things that me and Jacoria with our bookstore we want to do. But it's like, girl, we both had a rough week. And we both were like on telepathic wave of knowing that we just didn't have um, that energy to put into Um, essentially at that point, you know, at that point in time, we just needed to check out and it's okay. It is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just to tie up the rest of, right. Like the, the cons list. Um, and obviously there are things that are not included that I'm sure you guys can think of or are thinking about in your own personal lives and experiences. Um, but, um, another thing I'll touch on is the high blood pressure rate. Okay, so this is something else that I looked up to to because I wanted to get the statistics behind because like in my family, I know like, you know, we have heart disease, we have diabetes, we have just all of these different list of diseases um, that have plagued our family. Um, And I know that that is a thing across the African-American community. Mm -hmm. So, guys, actually, we are as African-Americans, 54 percent. Compared to 46% um, more likely to develop uh, high blood pressure compared to um, white people just in general. And then in addition to that, black women are actually 60% uh, more likely to have high blood pressure than white women, mm-hmm. which is just Right, like we we know certain things, right? We season our, you know, we season, you know, right. we use the salt diet and so. But but overall, I know way more uh, families have been impacted by, like I said, uh, you know, heart disease, diabetes, all of these things in the African American community, and to think about that is just. Uh, potentially, you know, like that could be us down down the road. Um, mm-hmm. And then, even in addition to that, uh, black women are even more likely to have hypertension than black men, which actually um, surprised me, to be honest. But <laughs> as a woman, when I really think into it, it, it does definitely make sense. Um, and if you guys want to, uh, you know, further learn about these um these specific topics about like the hypertension about the high blood pressure um and like our our rates for complications during pregnancy again i found these at the cdc.gov and also um harvard school of public health um but yeah i just wanted to touch on those because i just they're very important um that we know and we recognize and we pay attention um, just how severe, right? We we kind of we're not making light of this 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 superwoman complex at all, mm-hmm. um, but just to see the severity of 
how far it could go for us if you're not taking care of yourself as a woman, um, as a mom. Um, so to tie this conversation up, I wanted to talk about some things that we could actually do to improve the pressures around um, having this superwoman complex. Um, and again, feel free to, you know, um, jump in at any time. Um, one of the things that I listed is delegate. Okay. Rather that's chores in your household. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to wash the clothes, wash the dishes, um, cook dinner all in one day. Um, I don't know if it's a saying or it's somewhere and it's like clean up a little bit each day. And your house will always stay clean. Um, I kind of do that, you know. I'll mop. I'll do the bathroom one day. I'll do the, you know, the the the, the dishes. You know, obviously have to be done more frequently. But <laughs> the laundry, you know, sometimes it don't get done for two weeks at a time. We got enough underwear, socks, okay, uh, to last us, so we're good. Um, but also use the people in your household, use your family members, use your, use your support systems and delegate, um, ask somebody to pick up the kids, you know, from school or drop them off to school. If you're just, maybe you just want to go run and go get a pedicure or something, or you just like, you know what, I'm going to be pushing it real close and that anxiety on me. Can you just please do it for me today? Um, and you'll be surprised sometimes you don't know if you don't ask. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say, out, you know, even outsourcing sometimes, um, you know, I know COVID is a thing, right? But finding, um, like I said, people to maybe come clean your house once a month. It's okay to outsource and, like, ask for help from people. Um, I know, like I said, COVID is a thing. So, right, you got to be cautious yeah, about certain I mean, I've done things. outsourcing a bit. Like, I've, as far as, like, my laundry, I won't, mm -hmm. I don't do wash and fold every week oh, but at least that. once or mm -hmm. twice a month or depending on what's going on in my mm -hmm. life yes i will mm -hmm. pay 60 dollars mm -hmm. and say i won't get my nails done this week mm -hmm. but our clothes are going to be washed mm -hmm. folded to a t mm -hmm. separated mm -hmm. and that that is what it is and that and just gave you back right time that's how i looked at it. i invested i made that investment because that sunday i could have spent four hours in the laundromat mm -hmm. I spent four hours doing other things mm -hmm. and with, you know, delegating and expert help, I really pride myself and you know this about my village and my support mm -hmm. system where everyone worries about, you know, being on their phones and tapping in with all these people that are virtual mm -hmm. tapping with the real people that are available in your lives mm -hmm. and create a community that helps you to raise children. Yes. That's how my, I have my mother, I have my brothers where I'm like, these are men mm -hmm. who I'm at work. I can't leave to get my kids from school. Some days, Jordan, can you mm -hmm. please go get the kids from yes. school? Da -da -da, take them, get them mm -hmm. a happy meal today. They yeah. haven't, they've ate clean They'll, all week. Yeah. Here, please. Be thank fine. You. Right. And use your village. Yes. Um, this is something that we talked about in the first episode um, where we talked about essentially building a village right mm -hmm. like the I, I also have a great village that I you know have cultivated um I love them um I'm a part of people's village you know I don't take friendships and you know family lightly mm -hmm. and so I feel like you know if I call you a friend or if I call you you know even <laughs> with my family I hold them um, to a high standard and they also are able to hold me to a high mm -hmm. standard as a support system that's what we're there for you cannot raise a kid and 
Back in the day, like, you know, our parents' generation and our parents' parents' the whole generation. Neighborhood took care the of kids. what they say, yeah. the neighborhood raised us. Exactly. Not just mom yeah. and pop. No, the whole neighborhood. I do knew. not subscribe to doing this on my own. Absolutely no. not. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Um and it, it and I know that everyone isn't privileged enough to necessarily have family. A lot of my support system is not essentially like my blood relatives. However, that's still my family at the end of the day. So cultivate friends and friendships, um, you know, like, right, you have to be careful. And I I like that you said, like, right, like we're so gung-ho attached to our phones and being on social media. And, right, those relationships are are also important and hold some regard. Um, But essentially, like, if you're pouring so much energy energy into that and not your real real, right and so maybe tap out of that and say hmm maybe I need to go you know call up my cousin such and such that I haven't mm -hmm. seen in in so long and see how they're doing and and then essentially building that community for yourself um some people right are like live far away from their relatives use the people around you and resources around you mm-hmm. um it's just so important to parenthood it really people really need is. you too that's yes. the thing if you can show up for other people those people will show up for you mm-hmm. and it's definitely it's a give be. and take yeah. relationship it's not one-sided like no relationship is one-sided you have to give into that and um you know to in order to receive and if you find that you're not you know it's not balanced and equally yoked then we already know you need to you know maybe those exactly. people are not a part of you please, shouldn't be a part of please your weigh your relationships wisely <laughs> that is a fact yes so never there's be there's plenty afraid. of people i don't know about you but there's plenty of people that hit me up hey let's go do this mm-hmm. let's go da, da, da. and i'm like no <laughs> uh-uh. and it's no no disrespect mm-hmm. but within my 24 hours seven days a week i only have time to fit in so mm-hmm. many people and so many relationships and i have to make sure i'm watering those mm-hmm. relationships first and foremost before i'm just and you know that's cool for some people for me i, I also feel the same mm-hmm. way like i can't be cha cha it up with you know somebody. i don't have the time i don't yeah. have the time yeah. or the energy to be honest with you so <laughs> and if it's not gonna grow into anything what are we doing exactly so so yeah. re- assessing those relationships to see and even if you do that so often and you realize right like assess step back every couple months and say hmm am i being the best friend that i could be am i being the best daughter am i being the best auntie am Mm -hmm. i you know assess yourself along with those relationships but never be afraid to do that yeah um okay another thing on this list um i have is trying to kill two birds with one stone so we had part of that conversation we had a couple of weeks ago was you were talking about like going to the gym. So exercising. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you did was you mentioned that you take the girls with you. Um, well, you know, yeah. pre COVID to the daycare that is at the um, at the gym. Yeah, I try so, to within we only have 24 hours. And as much as I would like to have like 36, 37 <laughs> hours, we only have easier. 24 and we still have to be moms. Mm-hmm. We still have to be employees. We still, and we also, within our motherhood of doing the basic necessities, we have to make sure that we're feeding into our children and making sure that they're engaged and mm-hmm. active. So my two birds, one stone thing is I, I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Throughout their whole life now, I've made it so our lives blend well. Our interests blend now. Mm-hmm. Our hobbies blend well. What 
I wanted to work out. Guess what? I went and I went to at least five different gyms before mm-hmm. I found a gym that had a daycare where I was like, my kids really like, like this, this. gym. Mm-hmm. And every single time I would pick them up from school before COVID, mom, are we going to the gym today? <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I love that. But yes, we're going to the gym today and I'm going to get my workout in today. <laughs> and then as far as like reading and stuff like that and me saying, you know, I would like to read and have a glass of wine or uh-huh. just kick back and chill. Guess my what? kids needed to now the kids yeah, read now they're readers now my my <laughs> nine-year-old has flown through harry potter series and I all those different that. things so, but i've i made sure that i'm like if i have to feed me i have to feed and take care of them as well yeah. and i can't just have my things over here these are these children are are for me to mold mm-hmm. and if i'm gonna mold them i'm gonna mold them with the things i like too i love that though mm-hmm. and that's not that listen that's smart you gotta work Smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Um, So another thing I wanted to kind of mention just as a suggestion with the killing two birds with one stone is, right, we have to cook throughout the week. That's just, it's essential. It's no no way away around that. Um, What one of my aunts actually taught me is to cook, use one day. So for me, it's Sundays. And I've gotten away from this um, since COVID kind of became a thing. Um, But it is something I always still utilize every now and again. Um, cook your meals on one day, use one day where like for me, it was Sunday. So I would cook spaghetti, right? Cause we know spaghetti lasts for about two, three days. Um, so that you got, that's mm-hmm. essentially two days out of the week, right? Cause after that third day, you may not want it, but whatever. So using something like a big pasta, a big meal like that, and then make some chicken breast, make some fish cook on those days and then now throughout the week all you got to do is do a side when you get back home that's using your time more wisely than having to come thaw out the chicken now you got to make the whole entire meal no use find ways to use the most out of your time and get the most out of your time um so yeah that's that's it yeah thanks Mm -hmm. yeah so that she she said that and I was like why haven't I been doing this all my life like it just makes sense I pull out the chicken the chicken is already cooked or at least marinated even if I just marinate it throw it back in a freezer you know now I'm a step ahead yeah so um another thing make time to go to the doctor regularly we talked mm-hmm. about, right, like the high blood pressure, the hypertension, the pregnancy, all these different things. It is so important that we are going to our doctors and physicians regularly, the doctors, the GYN, um, you know, all of the different appointments. I have to go to the cardiologist in a couple of weeks, like following up with these appointments so that later down the road, they don't lead to um, these preventative diseases that, you know, could have been prevented in in the first place essentially if we took care of it in our 20s and 30s the last thing that i'm gonna say is um as far as going into cutting out and eliminating some of the pressures around this superwoman complex is simply say no learn to say no jen i know you have perfected this. i got a strong no so <laughs> and, and people might take that as being aggressive mm-hmm. or but it's whatever. not but it's it makes my yeses way stronger mm-hmm. and you already know i'm a i'm a person i really try to like be, be about my word mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. i say i'm gonna do something or mm-hmm. i say i'm gonna show, show up for something up. and when i'm not able to do that 
it kills me because yeah. I'm like, I know, like when it's a no for me, it really is just a no for me. But when it's a yes, I literally pencil it in and I plan accordingly. But yeah, people have to learn how to say no, no to people, no to whoever. But just Things. like I said, people hit me up. Hey girl, you want to do this? No. Nope. Mm-mm. It's nice chatting with you today, but I got to go. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Even that short, just say yeah. no. It is okay to say no for your peace of mind, for your peace. Just it's okay to, to, so get comfortable with that word. I know sometimes it can be hard. Um, so the last segment that um, I like to do is mommy moment. So for this upcoming week, what is one thing that you want to do for yourself, do for your, you know, do for yourself essentially, because that's really what it is, is mm-hmm. <laughs> about yourself that you're going to take the time out to do in the upcoming week, I'll say. Um, well, it's 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 hard for me to get into next week but <laughs> this week okay so i'm trying to cultivate like based like a consistent routine and lifestyle okay so i'm getting back onto like my home workout regimen the weather's starting to break and stuff so i'm just kind of gauging it based on it's that yeah but yes but how to get back into like that springtime vibe mm-hmm. and transitioning over with regard to maintaining fitness and health and so that so my primary focus I'd say for the whole month right now is getting out of our winter hibernation mm-hmm. vibe to being like, all right, pick it up a speed. The spring you know, daylight sprung. savings is about to be like, yeah. And right taking here. advantage of right. Like the, the upcoming springtime and yeah. in Buffalo, you know, it's a drag. So we're all ecstatic. Yeah. People was out wearing sandals these Girl. last couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I'll say getting out of uh, or continue to work on um this little mm, i won't say funk but just uh picking back up my mood essentially and just getting back into higher vibrations um and in my energy picking that up a bit more um and just working on that and the weather is definitely going to help with that my birthday's coming up so it's lit it's lit 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 mm-hmm. um but yeah guys this has been this episode, I thank you, Jen, for joining me. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have you back. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you, mommies, for tuning in. Once again, like I say every week, my hope is that you will meet me back here every week as we create dialogue on this platform. And that's mommy as fuck, y'all. Never bye. See you later. Thank you, moms, for tuning in to another episode of Mommy as Fuck Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and be sure to follow us at Mommy AF Podcast on Instagram.